0: Hey, what's going on people it's jay good at straight out the den.com um first off i want to welcome you to the straight out the den podcast uh number two Super announcement uh, right now. I uh, want to officially announce our partnership with Indie Creative Network. We are now a part of the Indie Creative Network. Uh, so nothing will change for you guys. Uh, you'll still get the dope content, uh, but there are some things on the back end that, that did happen that should be pretty seamless uh, for you guys. So you'll just see an updated photo, really. That's that's just about it uh, with the new logo on the Straight Out the Damn podcast. Other than that, everything is, is the same. Uh, we're we're going to continue to give you dope quality content. Uh, We're going to continue to give you some indie advice. Uh, We're going to have some of the uh, latest and greatest uh, indie artists here on the podcast. All that stuff is going to continue. However, um, it sparked, uh, an, an idea. And, and really I was just going through my archives and, um, having a conversation with an artist that I've worked with for quite some time now, Layla Martinez. And it hit me. Uh, we recorded the first straight out the damn podcast back in 2012. Uh, and during the interview, she actually called out the date. I believe it was January 6th, uh, 2012. So, uh, I figured since this is the first official, uh, podcast under the new uh partnership with any creative network that i kind of take you guys back a little bit and uh, give you the first episode ever of the straight out the Den podcast so um we're definitely going to get into that but before we do that uh did want to let you guys know that we do have merch available now straight out the den merch is now available so there's two ways it's really up to you either you can go to straightouttheden.com and and click on the shop tab and uh you'll be right there or you can text the word unlock to the number 678-872-2227 now here's the thing if you text unlock to that number you're going to get a 10% off discount if you just go directly to the website you you won't get a discount so it's up to you I'm, I'm giving you the option you if you don't want me to you know get your number information that's cool I understand it uh but the 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 cool thing is if you give me your your number and text me then I'm going to give you 10% off um in the meantime so uh that's that's all oh and and today's podcast is brought to you by the good folks over at lander based in montreal canada lander is the world's first intelligent drag and drop instant mastering service by mixed genius so uh just for being a listener to today's podcast we're going to give you a free trial go to lander.com that's l-a-n-d-r.com slash promo slash s-o-d-d i'll make sure to put that in the show notes for you as well but uh, you go there you're going to get a free trial it's two free uh, wave uncompressed waves yeah we updated no more mp3s two uncompressed waves um, for just for being a listener today's podcast is also brought to you by rapsandhustles.com go to rapsandhustles.com right now tell them straight out that Dan sent you they're offering reposting services on their soundcloud and they're also uh, offering video services in the tri-state area so uh, go there let them know they' straight out that Dan sent you so uh, now that we got that business out of the way we're gonna get right into the podcast with Layla oh and you know what's so so crazy about it that that I absolutely love um small thing when we first started we didn't have any sponsors the podcast was sponsored by my wallet now we have two sponsors so uh absolutely love it man it just shows growth and so hey with that being said you guys check out the podcast let me know what you think this was recorded back in 2012 wow long time ago i even had background music all right welcome to the straight out of the damn podcast i am i guess you can say i'm your host this is the first straight out the damn podcast. Um, I'm Justin, aka J Good, aka JD, whatever you want to call me. Um, we're here with a dear friend of mine. Uh, we've been working together for. Mm,
1: it's been a good.
0: It's been a while.
1: It's been a few
0: years. It's been a few years, <laughs> few years. Um, welcome, Miss Layla Martinez, to What's the show.
1: What's up, world? How are you guys? Thank you for
0: having me, I know it's like two little classes. Yeah, it's just two <laughs> clapping. Um, but just here, um, like I said, this is something that we just started up, um, with straight out the den. Just try to give artists a shot to explain a story, talk about what's going on in their life. Um, yes. You can make sure you go to www.straightoutden.com. That's S-T-R, the number eight. O-U-T-D-A-D-E-N dot com. And this show is sponsored by My Wallet. And my wallet is out of my pocket, and until we get some sponsors for the show, that's what it's going to be. So, uh, once again, that's straightoutofdan.com, S-T-R-8, the number 8, O-U-T-D-A-D-E-N. Hey, it's live, so I'm going to mess up. Oh, well, whatever. Um, Layla, first off, thank you.
1: Well, I want to say thank you. I'm honored to be your first guest on your podcast. Yes, I've been yes. hearing a lot about this, though.
0: Me <laughs> first, and hopefully we'll get you on the show more than once. But Definitely. Just want to give people an opportunity to get to know you. I know you a whole lot, but yes. they may or may not. Singer, songwriter, talented artist, stylist, makeup, what what don't you do? You do a whole lot of stuff. Man. uh but where are you
1: from? I am originally from Philadelphia.
0: <laughs> Philly. Originally
1: from Philly, and um, I came down here. I think my mom moved us down here in like '93. Okay. Um, When all of the craziness was going in the land, I think they had just started like that Freaknik stuff or whatever oh, it yeah, was coming yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I, I heard
1: just heard all it. the stuff about it. it wasn't allowed to go it. it. was super young. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you were right there doing the transition. I think yeah. the, um, the Olympics and everything was coming yeah, a couple of years after that. Yeah, I was that. super young. so yeah.
1: I was a new little ATLian but um, came here. Um, my mother moved us out of crazy Philadelphia. Love <laughs> Philly. What's up, two one five? But yeah, um, moved us from Philadelphia, and then um, man, just been blessed to be in such a crazy but talented, fun, exciting city. <laughs> Atlanta's that. off the that. damn chain, but you know. I hear that.
0: Um, now. I I know I met you through another artist. I'll let you tell the story. It's a very interesting story. (laughs) I know we were talking about it a little earlier today um, on the way here. And we were actually live in the studio at the time uh, working on a crazy record that... we may play a snippet. I don't know yet. We'll wait and see. Yeah, let uh,
1: You got to get that thing protected before it goes because that's a sick banger right there. <laughs> it's, it's,
0: it's a crazy record. We'll see, we, we'll, we'll see what, what's going to happen with that. But uh, Layla, um, you want to tell the story of how we yeah. first met? It's
1: definitely crazy. Um, but um, I actually met just through this other artist named April. And I met her at TI Studio. Um, I was really cool with one of his artists named Big Country King. I was really close with his sister, Um, you know, still am. We went to college together and she told me that her brother needed, you know, a pop artist to sing a hook. So he was, I guess, was looking for two different versions of it. So I was the pop artist. And then April was there to sing the same hook, but she was more R&B type chick or whatever, you know, and I was just a crazy, funky, edgy, off the chain thinking I'm Jimi Hendrix type chick, (laughs) so basically, um, you know, me and her met, he ended up not using either one of our versions of the song, but, um, you know, me and her got cool and decided to see what we could do together, because we had such good chemistry in TI Studio, and then basically we started working together, I introduced her to my producer. And she introduced me to her producer which was you at the time yeah. <laughs> and we all kind of start working together or whatever but um, then she ended up being blessed with the child and ended up moving back home and me and you stayed in contact and started working yeah. and we just became really close and she started you know continued to work with him but the crazy thing about the story is that, you know, just from me and April's backgrounds, is that, you know, her producer, the producer that I introduced her to came from more of an R&B background, a more of a, um, you know, hip hop background. And my background, you know, I grew up, you know, loving Prince, you know, was in the hood listening to Jimi Hendrix, you know, Les Zeppelin, all of them different type of artists um, thought I was a young Tina Turner. And, you know, <laughs> he just could not get me. You know, I would just come up with, I remember I always wanted to redo Hey Joe, Hey Joe, you know, and I could never get nobody to, you know, capture the ideas. This particular producer, I couldn't get him to capture the ideas that I was trying to, you know, um, bring to life. And, you know, but he will always be able to understand April, you know, he would just come up with all these crazy classic R&B songs or whatever mm-hmm. and i used to just be like why don't he understand me <laughs> you know what i mean i felt like an outcast you know what i'm saying but you know shout out to Outcast by the way i love you Drake. big one oh, too <laughs> my favorite group and man, but,
0: hopefully um, get
1: them on the show that's a whole Oh yeah they you but um <laughs> yeah but yeah um you know and then when i met you I started throwing all these ideas to you, you know, and we just clicked off the rip. I would be like, Yo, it's this beat, you know, what I'm saying I have in my head, or whatever. Can you do this? And you just would just come up with everything that I had in my head, you would just be able to play. And it was just crazy. And I just felt like, you know, people cross paths for different reasons, you know. What I mean, me and April in all these different ways, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, like a lot of my craziest records <laughs> and dope records came from you, you know what I mean, and a lot of her successful records came from this uh, the other producer, you know what I mean, so... You know, that just goes to show me that, you know, people really meet for reasons and nothing is, like, yeah, out of place in life. Everything is definitely for a reason. I'm just blessed to have been, had the opportunity to have worked with you and have you believed in me all these years through all my crazy. Oh man.
0: don't do it, don't do it. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know what
1: <laughs> making me blush over here. No, but on some real, on some real, you know, I, I grew a lot as an artist. I grew with you through the years, you know, we had so many different songs, you know, I'm just ready to, to see what this year it's going to bring, 2012, and to see our music finally, you know, I'm ready for the fruits of our labor to come to life, you know what I mean? You
0: and me both, I tell you. But I, I do appreciate that. I, I mean, I don't <laughs> want you mean. to think that. um
1: You always been narrow, like, though. You yeah, know, that,
0: that's really. me. I mean, like, people think that it's an act. It's really is... It's been me for a long time. Like I remember growing up, um, people used to tell me, like, man, you got an old soul and it's like
1: You definitely got an uh, old soul.
0: Yes. I don't know why, but that's just what it is. Like I can sit in a room with old people and just talk and soak in. <laughs> I like talking to old people. I like sitting like getting their point of view, I think is it's important, man. Like they've been through stuff. Like I'm only twenty seven years old, so it's only so much, you know, that I can that I've been through but them right. they like they live through everything that you can imagine and just like to sit down and soak up that knowledge from them it's like you know I try to do that every time I can you know right um, but um uh, the other thing I wanted to ask you is like just what do you get um first off what what made you get into music
1: well actually um I was always the music child of my family <laughs> um you know uh, My uh, mother's other daughters are both into nursing, you know, uh, my mother was a nurse, and um, you know, my father was really, 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 really heavy into music, and I didn't find this out until after he passed, you know, I didn't really, he wasn't in my life, but I took the opportunity to get to know his side of the family, and I heard that, you know, he was a musician, and he was actually signed um, in Philadelphia and everything, so it just actually, I guess, embedded in me because like I said, my other sisters or whatever, you know, they follow my mom path and I was always the one of my mom daughters who was always chasing the music, you know, mm-hmm. as a child. You know, crazy enough, maybe one day, you know, if I'm ever on E E Lady <laughs> Martinez true life story or whatever, but um my and, and I went to Logan Elementary School. I would mm-hmm. never forget this. And um I wasn't bad, I just wasn't interested. <laughs> <laughs> You know, for real, I wasn't bad. I just wasn't interested, but I remember, I don't know what kid gets Fs in elementary school, but I have a report called a Frame. Mm-hmm. I got straight Fs in every one of my classics, except for music. I had an A-plus in music. Wow. In elementary school. <laughs> and I had all type of awards. I would always receive awards and stuff in school, and I used to just be like, what is wrong? I was just weird. Like, they were like, what is wrong with this child? You know what I'm saying? I was just a freaking weirdo. <laughs> in school whatever i just always been interested in music you know we didn't have nothing same story from everybody in the hood it just used to be my my serenity my peace my escape you know and i always told myself i was going to be a famous piano player growing Mm -hmm. up always wanted to be a famous piano player my mother never could afford a piano so she got me a keyboard the, the, and, the you know, I mean, got I swear, me a keyboard yeah ain't nothing wrong with
0: that you got to start somewhere right
1: but when i came to atlanta you know um i started really really you know i went from you know growing up loving prince to just dabbling in all different type of rock music then i just like fell in love with the with the guitar i just started seeing all these different people on all these different shows and just wondered, like i used to always wonder, like, how did Jimi hendrix play that guitar like that and i just thought it was so sexy you know just mm. to, be able to play, and then I just fell in love with the guitar, and just kind of put my little keyboard to the side, <laughs> and it's
0: just been history since then. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was gonna say, I know you you spoke briefly about um, like you say you used to um, be in a studio with some other artists. Like, what was that that experience like? Like being young and you know new to. You know, to the industry and trying to figure out your way and figure out who you were as an artist. Because, I mean, ever since I met you, you've been consistently the same different chick. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, I remember, like, the first day April um, introduced me, she was like, Yeah, this is my hunger, um, Layla. And I was like, You walked in with, like, wild hair. And at first, I was like, Okay, like, she must be art. She got to be doing something. Like, you're not just, like, you know doing nothing, like, you know, you had that that look of, like, superstar on you, so it's just like, you know, how did you, those earlier stages, just learn to adapt to trying to perfect your craft, I guess you can say, like, you know, in the studio with different artists and, you know, stuff like that, trying to figure out, how did you become your own, in a sense?
1: Well, the great thing about moving to Atlanta is that, you know, not saying I look good or anything like that, but my style was able to catch different people's attention, you know, I've been, I've worked with Usher, you know, um, I've been in the studio with CeeLo, Big Boy, recorded songs with Gucci Man, you know, and um, not saying that my, my image just what got me there or whatever, but, um, you know, I actually interned, I was, went to college in Atlanta, and, um, I was the only one in the entire college to do three internships at one time. I Mm -hmm. interned at um, Upscale Magazine. I interned at Solomon Smallwood Financial Agency. He's actually a financial agency for all the top celebrities. Mm -hmm. And then I interned with Usher. I wanted to intern with every facet of what I was interested in. I feel like the magazine would teach me about, you know, my future being the magazine. Mm -hmm. The financial agency would teach me about, you know, how to keep up with my finances. And then interning with Usher just was just like crazy because I learned so much from him. And then I ended up getting a position with two of those, one of them being Usher, um, JPEG Management. Shout out to Janetta for giving me that opportunity. (laughs) But um, I just was so blessed to be around Usher, man, because I learned so much from him. He is such a hard working artist. Like, it was just crazy, you know? I used to just, I worked in his marketing department, but he was so cool, you know what I'm saying? He used to let me come and watch him at rehearsals. You know what I'm saying? And just like, how to, what, that's like priceless, and who pays for that? And I remember all type of artists, like Janet Jackson used to come through there, and just everybody, you know what I mean? So, I used to just study and watch them. I used to just, you know, watch how they rehearse, and then, you know, from Usher, you know, I met different people, and, you know, just keeping it real, different guys used to try to talk to me or whatever, so I would be at their studio sessions, and shit, I couldn't afford it vocal <laughs> classes and records. I used to just take notes from what they was doing uh, in the studio. Uh, like, okay, this this how he hold this note, or you know what I'm saying? This how you do verses, or just all different kind of stuff. That's how they, you know, just do everything. I just learned so much being in the studio in Atlanta, being around all these different people, being blessed. And my actual first professional recording session outside of you, <laughs> <laughs> but in a real paid studio was at patchwork studio and gucci man paid for my first session you know what i mean or whatever and it was just such a blessing because you know he wasn't like people think gucci man whatever he ain't trying to like holler at me and nothing you know what i'm saying i met him you know what i'm saying through music and you know he just was like yo you dope you know what i'm saying you want to record if he did try to holler at me or whatever he showed after the fact <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what i yeah. mean but he was like you know he, he just believed in me man you know whatever and i was just like Damn, you know what I mean? The next thing you know, he just blew up. You know what I mean? It was just so inspiring to see how, you know, these different people just say something one mm-hmm. day and then the next minute they just like all over everywhere. Yeah. So that's shout dope. out to you, Gucci Man, if you ever a chance to hear this for paying for my first real recording.
0: <laughs> that's dope, that's dope. Um uh, now I remember you um you talking about the internships and whatnot now. Uh, a lot of people May not know this, but I noticed just from being around you, you had your own magazine. Yes. Talk about that a little bit.
1: <laughs> um, being in college, you know, um, it started from a personal reason. I'm trying not to draw it out or whatever, mm-hmm. but um, I ended up going to an art school or whatever. You know, I wanted to also go to college as well. And, um, you know, I noticed that in school, I used to always be the crazy style chick or whatever. So everybody used to always ask me to, to style for them like that. Mm. I used to always be in the thrift shops vintage shops because the malls was like boring to me everybody wore that but i always was able to find like original pieces in the thrift shops and stuff like that so you know i actually went to school for business management and marketing but i went to a fashion school Mm. and i was always really really heavy in their fashion shows and everybody thought i was a fashion student but i wasn't i went for business and um i noticed being involved in that fashion industry in school that um there really wasn't anything that represented me you know what i mean like you know, even when I looked at the magazines I was interning for, you know, or just period, Vogue, and all those different magazines, I couldn't see my face on there. You know, my mm-hmm. curvy body or my skin tone, my big hair, it was nothing that represented me. So, you know, I told myself that I was going to start my own magazine that would be able to feature my music and feature uh, the fashion, you know, mm-hmm. and I called it Chaplips. Lips. You know, people like, what the hell is chap lips? But um, when you think of chap lips, you think of hustle, you think of, you know, unity. Because the thing about it is, you know, I wanted it to be a high fashion lifestyle magazine that represented all cultures. And that's the one thing that everybody in the world gets. Is chat lips
0: <laughs> so I was like that's
1: something that stick out yeah, it's something right, it's unique, dope, dope. and it, it represents hustle you know when you people chat they're usually doing something crazy whether you singing too much grinding running jogging mm-hmm. it just represents a grind and you know that's how i was able to come up with the name you know I man i told myself if i ever get i'm not gonna say if when i get blessed
0: i like that word baby. in
1: this industry you know with my music, I am going to, you know, bring Chaplin's back to life because it was so meaningful and I know it's still a lot of young girls out there that still look at these magazines, you know, and feel like they don't see themselves. You know, the industry has changed a lot, Mm -hmm. but still, you know, we have a long way to go. Yeah, yeah,
0: you're right. You're right about that. Um, I, I remember, um, just the first record that, um, me and you really clicked on, um, it was, I mean, we, we did stuff over at the uh, at April's producer's house. I remember that, but it was this one record in particular, like, when I first came to this spot that I'm at now, and um, I was like, hey, Layla, you know, I just got my mic and everything. I remember it was, like, gathering all equipment up, and um, I put on this beat, and it ended up being the beat for... Um, closet free. <laughs> and um mm-hmm. and the funny thing was was like we recorded that record in the closet as we do all the other records that you hear. Anything um this is just a shameless plug, but anything that you hear coming from me, ninety nine percent of the time was recorded in my closet. And we yeah. just we making it work, you know. Um but, hit
1: me in the face, shoes, <laughs> but this should be getting recorded.
0: <laughs> but you know, um but but tell us about um closet freak and we may put that record up along with the podcast just to give people you you know so they can hear it it. that
1: was our first record that's crazy man you know closet freak what more can you say about that (laughs) no but when i heard that record it just um brought back a few memories you know (laughs) (laughs) and then you know i just every record that you hear from me is gonna be something real and it's going to be something meaningful and something that somebody can relate to you will never hear anything pinned from me that doesn't represent something or somebody's faster life i'm never going to write nothing i didn't experience or something that someone close didn't experience so Cosmic freak was just a celebration of being a woman and just being able to do things with you know that special someone and you know being a lady in the day but you know when you home you can bring out that in yourself you know whatever so i'm just saying like i have so many crazy songs you know but they really have meaning to them real meaning you know whatever and every song that i have whether it's talking about a shoe or a piece of trash trust mm-hmm. me it's something behind that you know so not down deep when you're talking about closet freak, but you know, it's just basically representing my womanhood and you know, yeah. me being able to express that, you know, what I mean, I could do different things in the closet that I might not do <laughs> while I'm being interviewed by Jay Good. <laughs> All right, I
0: hear you, I hear you. Don't get me in trouble here.
1: Man. Right, right, right. <laughs> but no,
0: um, now, now I, I just like that record, um, it's a great record. It, it's real, I remember it's, um, had that Vanity Six you know, that that feel to it. it. It was really a push for me because, I, you know, at the time, I wasn't doing records like that. And just to, to get that record and then for you to push me to make that type of record was so great. And, um, and you know, it's really been a pleasure. But just your your writing style is very unique. Um, for a songwriter, I mean, i work worked with several different songwriters, but it's just for some reason when I work with you, it's, it's certain, certain things that you know how to bring out um that other people you know i have an experience with other people but just uh, you know kind of tell people about your writing style like um what do you like to do i know you kind of talked about it like knowing that it's 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 an experience that you came from but um or someone around you but just tell us a little more about you know your when inspiration I write for music, writing um when i write honestly you
1: know when, when i write music i just write it however it comes to me you know um it's really no method to my madness it's just creativity like not even trying to you know I just let it come out you know whatever and um sometimes you know I listen to people that influence me you know what I'm saying so I can perfect my craft but ultimately at the end of the day I'm really just letting it flow you know it's just it just comes out you know whatever and um you know i just when i write stuff about things that i've been through that's how that that makes it easier for it to just come out as gotcha. opposed to trying to just think all crazy and think you know come up with some type of hit you know if you write something that's really meaningful to you whatever it is a hit you know because mm-hmm. then you're able to express it like nobody else you know gotcha. whatever and. Um, you know, that's just how it happens for me. You know, like I literally—if I'm not confident in nothing that I do in life—I'm confident in my pen. I can write a song to anything.
0: <laughs> gotcha, and she she has proven that. Now, with, with writing records, knowing um, for yourself and for other people—is that the same process? Like when you're writing for other people, is it?
1: Um, it's a little different with other people. Um although you know um it's real but it's real more real for them than it is to me so you know when i work with other artists or whatever you know i try to figure out what's going on with them what's really bothering them what really makes them happy so that you know um it could be expressed in a way that is meaningful to them you know but i also like to write music in a creative and fun way Mm -hmm. you know um i'm not one to preach but I do want to teach, and I want to be able to, to write music for people that, um, you know, has a message to it, but it's not coming off as a preaching. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So, you know, even if, if I'm ever blessed to work with Beyonce or something like that, you know, she's such a great and talented artist or whatever, you know, she expresses herself in so many ways, but my the way I write, I would like to write something for her in a creative way as opposed to things being so how I look at me right now you see mm-hmm. what i'm saying like more metaphorically but also in a way where people can understand it you That's know true. so yeah when, when it comes to working with other artists i just really try to find out what's going on with them you know and just get to know them as a person let like, mm-hmm. not let have a glass of wine let's go somewhere low or just you know how you feel today you know talk to me or whatever let's be friends because you know at the end of the day you're expressing their feelings in a creative way so you have to get to know them and you know, basically share their world. And that's how I'm able to come gotcha. up with songs for other artists.
0: Cool, cool. Um, I want to talk a little bit about uh, the Middle Finger Movement. <laughs>
1: uh, a lot of controversy behind that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I remember, you know, um, well, I, I'm not going to go out there. You tell me, tell tell the world, like, what exactly is the Middle Finger Movement and, um, you know, Rebel Girl? What, what, what are you putting across with that that you know that movement
1: actually it sounds crazy but it's actually it started it's a positive movement you know and I'm, I'm explaining to you why I say positive because um, me I grew up as the black sheep I grew up as like you know the weirdo you know the girl that you know just was who is this fucking girl excuse my language but that's really how I grew up you know I've always been just like this Different type of person, you know to the world to me. I was normal, but to the world, I was just this weirdo You know and a lot of people just thought I was just too crazy or really, you know, didn't believe in me Or just thought, you know, I just wasn't it, you know, Mm -hmm. I I just wasn't gonna make it or whatever. So, um, You know, I I had to I didn't have a father to give me that Encouragement, you know, what I'm saying and my mother was being a mother and father for four kids So mm-hmm. she really wasn't there to give me that push. So basically I had to push myself You know, what I mean, it's just like, you know You in this alone. So, you know, I wanted to create now the place that I am in my life I wanted to create something to where I can basically encourage other younger people that's coming up and people that's trying to be successful so the middle finger movement is basically like a state of mind you know it's more so an attitude the way you carry yourself is confidence you know if they don't believe you have a middle finger frame of mind and keep it moving that's basically what it was about and a rebel the middle finger war rebels you know when you think of a rebel you think about warriors people going to war for something they believe in so you know i just incorporated the two middle finger war rebels It's it's the it's the unity you know it's a movement that is basically here to empower people period you know what i mean if you want to be successful you have to have a rebel middle finger frame of mind especially in the entertainment world you know if they don't believe in you keep moving somebody else will just don't give up period so you know a lot of people be like well you know you gonna have young kids listening to you as the middle finger i'm like listen if they old enough to stick their middle finger up they old enough to hear the truth you have to have a middle-finger, rebel type of mind with anything you do in life because it's going to be people that's going to discourage you. You're not going to have everybody to support you. You know, the reality is we all don't have a fairy tale background. Mm-hmm. And it is no joke trying to be your own supporter. Because there is days where I'm just looking in a mirror like, you know, I'm tired of being a rock. You know what I mean? Who is there to lift me up my rock has cracked you know what i mean Mm. or whatever and you know i'm sure if i feel like this it's other people in the world that could possibly feel like that feel like that and if it is i want them to know that there's a place that um they can go to for that support you know i'm about to launch a website Called Middle Finger World Rebels. And that's gonna be, you know, my site or whatever. And it's just, you know, it's gonna focus on me and my music, whatever, but it's also gonna be blogs and different things on here to how to stay inspired. So, you know, to all you haters, I'm sorry if you don't want to look at my pretty pink manicured nail. But you know, it's all about the middle finger, man. And we rebels out here. I've been doing this rebel thing for a long time before any of them other rebels out there. I just ain't give out blessings yet, but, you know, y'all will see. I do not give up over here. Sorry. I
0: hear that. I hear that. Now, um, you said, um, the, the blog and website, when, what's the tentative time for that?
1: Um, I don't want to give a date yet, but it's coming really soon. I will say, you know, within about the next month, you will see a website for, uh, Lila Martinez, Little Finger Rebels, and, um. Basically, you know, it's gonna have you know updated pictures of me, what's going on in my life, you know, music from straight out of Den Production and anybody else I pin for, you know, whatever. And it's just basically gonna be, you know, my life is gonna be on on this website or whatever. And it's gonna be. just a home to basically inspire people because like i've always said you know music is my life it's my passion but it's also a way for me to have a voice to help others that's what it's all about at the end of the day gotcha you know
0: now well as far as right now i should have did this early on in the podcast but um where can people get in contact with you now twitter right now
1: you know i'm on all your social medias of course twitter.com slash layla L-A-Y-L-A underscore Martinez. That's M-A-R-T-I-N-E-Z. I am also on Facebook. That's um Facebook.com slash Layla Martinez. Um and you know, um you can YouTube me. I have some music and everything up on you. I'm sorry, it's Facebook is Facebook.com slash Layla Martinez official. Um And then, you know, of course, MySpace, Layla Martinez. You know what I mean? Shout out to MySpace or whatever. I still rock on MySpace. (laughs) And, um, you know, YouTube, I'm I'm on all the social social sites, you know, but now it's time to have my own site, you know, whatever. Time to promote all these other sites, even though they help me out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I hear that. You got to be business-minded. It's all about, you know, creating opportunities for yourself and others. Um, I I really do like the idea of the website uh, um, just inspiring other people trying to get them to understand that they're not going through things by themselves right. um there's one record i know i know you have a session and she's busy she has another session after my session and i was just luckily to be able to get in to um, get a podcast in but um there's one record i i, I remember um uh, the dark skin record that right. um that it was a really dope concept um
1: now that one i don't mind you playing if you can find it
0: <laughs> I get, you know i got all your records here i got all your records and you know we can we can put that as as a bonus as well with um the uh that and closet freak. I like then we we'll put those all up right, as bonuses that that. with the um, podcast so you guys um at the end of the podcast you can um there'll be a link for uh um, both closet freak and um Dark skin, light skin, skin, skin. so you can check that out, and make sure you comment on the post, comment on the song, download the song, share it with somebody, tell somebody, a friend, all of that, get the music out here, but uh, just tell us a little bit about that record
1: that record um obviously anybody that's seen me i'm a brown-skinned chick and i'm sure y'all heard this story over and over but it don't get no realer than actually being brown-skinned and you know um i'm actually um half cuban um Laila martinez is actually my real name and people be like did you change your name so ignorant just because i'm brown-skinned you know they really think that martinez is that special of a name for me to have changed it to that but um no, um, you know, I grew up, you know, and it's always once again, you know, you're so cute to be brown skinned I've had so many people in the music industry like, yo, I can't believe, you know, you look like that and you brown skin, like, like I'm an alien. Like it's just crazy how you brown skin and you cute. And I'm just like, you know, I, I mean, man, just just hearing that, you know, it's just craziness. You know, I grew up feeling some type of way (laughs) regarding that and I never was um able to admit that but now that I'm you know I'm I'm super confident you know and you know I think I'm the shit now so you know I ain't really tripping over it but you know I'm sure that there's still a lot of young girls out there that you know um have troubles with this issue and you know really are probably still insecure and then just I mean turn on the tv you might see one or two of us but Our people ain't checking for us. Now, the other people checking for us, you know, they putting the Naomi Campbells and the Iman's and all of them out, but, you know, y'all black dudes ain't checking (laughs) for me, man. So, you know, I got to let these, these young girls know that, you know, they are beautiful. It's a lot of, lot of beautiful brown-skinned girls out here mm-hmm. with long, beautiful hair or short, beautiful hair or however you want to call it. You know what I'm saying? that just don't get, representative, don't get represented because, you know, of how our society is. Unfortunately, it's just how it is. So, you know, like I said, all my music represents something that I'm going through in life or somebody around me. And this is a song that really meant a lot to me because, um... You know what I mean? It's just basically talking about, you know, what's going on, you Mm -hmm. know, and how how I'm viewed and how half of the other black girls around the world are viewed. And it's not even just about being dark skin. you know what I'm saying? It's just about having any type of color to your skin. You can be freaking um, Spanish, which I am, you know what I mean, mixed with or whatever. And if you have a darker skin tone or a Jew or anybody that may have a darker skin tone, you know, maybe, be, you know, and find yourself in a crazy situation in life, you know what I mean, so it's not to out anybody or to make other skin tones feel like, you know, I don't represent them, I represent everybody, but this particular song is to represent these young girls, because there is an audience that needs somebody to represent them, and I'm their woman, I'm here, you know what I mean, I don't really have, I, to this day, I mean, I've been doing music for a long time, I, I'm not on yet, and to this day, I still see... Beautiful brown skin girls out there that ain't even representing the other girls. I'm like, mm-hmm. they are not even showing love to that to this crowd, you know what I mean, or whatever. So, you know, I just want them to know that shit, we can walk just like Beyonce, you know what I'm saying? All of us ain't, you know, we come in all facets, you know. What I mean, it's not whenever they portray dark skinned women, they always portray a certain kind of woman. You know, mm-hmm. you can't look like Beyonce and be dark-skinned, you have to look a certain kind of way. That's clearly not the case with Layla Martinez, you know what I mean? So you know, I just want to represent all women, man, you know what I mean, and just let women feel confident, but especially because these women are lacking something, I want them to know that they have a home and somebody that represent them. So, you know, y'all might not hear too much of this song now, but please believe, what's today's date? Today is December. Oh,
0: December? No. Nope. I meant
1: damn. Sorry, I had a little shot before I came here, but <laughs> today is January 6th, 2012, 8 p.m. I promise
0: y'all, when I get on, y'all will hear this song played on the radio. I promise you. She said it. You heard it here, and um, I hate to end it, but you know there is, we have to have some type of ending point. And she has work to do. We both have work to do. So, once again, I'd like to thank you, Layla Martinez, for coming here on the Straight Out the Damn podcast. Um, it was the first one, so let's clap for that. Yay.
1: Yay! Thank you for having me. This was fun. Yeah,
0: no problem. Um... <laughs> Once again, um, when you get a chance go, make sure you visit StraightOutTheDen.com. That's S-T-R, the number 8-O-U-T-D-A-D-E-N.com. Um, check out all the music, the blogs, the uh, the podcast, anything that is there for your choosing. Check it out. Let me know what you think. Leave comments. Share with your friends, family, loved ones, all of that. Once again, Straight Out The Den podcast, sponsored by who? My wallet. And make sure y'all follow me again on Twitter. Twitter.com slash
1: Layla. Underscore Martinez.
0: There you go. And also Facebook, what's the Facebook page again, Layla? Layla
1: Martinez Official. Facebook.com slash Layla Martinez Official.
0: There you go. Once again, spread out the damn podcast. Thanks. But eight.
1: I'm over the limit on Facebook. I got over five thousand friends. Well, and I
0: need you go on Twitter. <laughs> follow her on Twitter. Layla at Layla Underscore Martinez.
1: S L-A-Y-L-A underscore M-A-R-T-I-N-E-Z. Support your girl middle finger world rebels. Let's grow.